Spoiler alert! The Silver Screen Redemption includes few to no spoilers. Due to Houston and Brian's lack of cinematic knowledge, most of their movie information is either false or imagined. However, if they still leave you feeling paranoid about potential spoilers, please check the episode description for details. Welcome, everybody, to Silver Screen Redemption. This is our comedy podcast where we create subjectively necessary sequels to your favorite movie franchises. I'm Houston Bodley. I'm Brian Perry. Brian, how's it going? Really good. Good. It's a little crowded in here today. Yeah, we have we have a quite wonderful friend of the show and our, our very first guest studio executive here, Mr. Jake Young. Well, hello, everyone. We're very happy to have you, Jake, even though it is a little cramped. This is a true pleasure. Going knees to knees with uh, Houston Bodily here. How have your your whole 15 seconds of being a studio executive been with the Silver Screen Studios? I just feel so powerful, you know? Like, people want to listen to me. I feel like I know what uh, the world needs. I mean, that's how it is in real life, so that's why we want <laughs> the, you The here. studio's <laughs> never made a mistake, so... Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> as a studio executive, I can just tell you we're always right. Even when people don't think so. I mean, it's them that's wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, Jake... If you haven't figured out, he he's a man that... Oh, thank no- you for noticing. <laughs> I hope that was kind of apparent. Uh, he is the man, oh, I should say. I'm sorry. He's the man with the plan. He knows what's going on. Um, Absolutely. And so, you know, Brian and I, we tend to get a little monotonous and we need a little more direction in our lives. So we figured we'd bring on our boss today. Uh, Jake, we talked to you a little bit. Uh, you've created some demands or requests for this movie. And so we want you to, at this time, write it down or put it on your phone, and we will come back to that later. And so for the duration of this episode, we're going to pitch a movie, and you're going to help us, but you can either help us get towards those demands that you want to see, or you can just go ahead and troll us. Well, that sounds extremely fun. As a studio executive, uh, playing with people's minds is my number one favorite activity. Perfect. Well, maybe this Perfect. movie is going to be a psychological thriller. Uh, no spoilers. All right. <laughs> okay. We'll get there. I'm not looking at your phone, I promise. <laughs> okay, so I know, Brian, we normally look at what's in theaters this week, but... But there's nothing interesting. But let's turn over Jake. Oh, no. You're a huge <laughs> Cinefan. Indeed. Um, is that like a fan of Cinnabon? Yeah, it's like cinnamon, actually, in general. Oh, okay. You know, cinnamon candies. <laughs> Tasty. Cinnafan. <laughs> Have you seen any movies recently that have used a lot of product placement towards Cinnabon by chance? <laughs> I don't know if I have. That's a very specific uh, product placement. No, is there uh, a market for that? Walter Mitty. <laughs> I can call some people. No, The Secret Life of Walter oh, Mitty had a oh, huge really? Cinnabon placement. That's true. Yeah. yeah that's like, actually, that's, it's been a while, but yeah, that's yeah. absolutely okay. true. I don't know what it is about that movie, but it has caused me more headaches than any other movie really? I've ever seen. Why? It's so Not, peaceful. It, it's calm. It's a nice movie, but I've gotten into so many arguments about whether <laughs> oh, okay. it is a, like, some people believe it's a masterpiece, some people hate it. I'm frankly right in the middle. Huh. I think it's just a movie, and people are aggressive. I had no idea it. anyone had an opinion. Like, I like it, but it's like... It's there. Huh. Yeah, it's not one of those ones I really think about late at night. It's a really alone. good one for, like, you know, you're sitting around with friends and no one knows what to do. You put it on. Yeah. It's like, this is nice. Like, I feel better about existence. In yeah. <laughs> I want to go longboarding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In Iceland or something. Uh, the way I always felt about it, it, 
it was the lesser of the Secret Life of Walter series that I could have watched. I could either watch Secret Life of Walter Mitty or The Secret Life of Walter White and just go back to Breaking Bad. And every time mm. that wins out. Yeah, that's probably a more compelling story. I agree. Um, but does he longboard in Iceland? That's what really but, matters. you know, pizzas flying through the air. <laughs> <laughs> Drugs. You don't know. I don't. Drugs do that for you. Yeah. Well, drugs do it for me. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's safe to assume there were no drugs involved with the Secret Life of Walter oh, no, Mitty. Yeah, that, it is actually very. True. It's pretty true. Yeah, there's lots of those like out of body kind of yeah. moments. It was it was actually just a symbolism, a very symbolic film for heroin that whole time. Oh, oh, Little yeah. did you know. Well, actually, makes a lot. More that sense. makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that fits in. So, for you guys, what is a movie that needs a Secret Life drug addict? twist to it any secret life i think we open it up any secret life the secret life huh secret life of bees i think was already done huh. <laughs> i i think we do need to recruit jerry seinfeld for our oh, movie no. whatever it is no oh, yes i've only seen bees. is that the same movie secret no. life bees and no, the bee movie that's the bee movie <laughs> those are very different things <laughs> okay. But, well, you know, I, you know, as a studio executive, I think bees have kind of been played out. So bees are played out. Okay, everyone's so like, cross- save the bees. It's like the new whales uh, getting a little old here. Uh, we, we've had our sting of it. Like, oh god, bee puns. <laughs> bee puns. This is why we brought you. This is the level we're stooping to. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, what's a what's a movie from your early childhood that really stuck out to you? Who's has a character whose secret life we could explore. So how, how early are we going? Are we talking about, like, my formative views? Let's First say, movie I ever was obsessed with. Sure, let's start there and branch out a little bit. That um, one sounds like you have an answer ready for it, uh, so. You know. <laughs> See, because mine was Jurassic Park. That, that's absolutely one of mine. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. Indiana Jones. No, oh, for sure. I was, uh, yeah. it was probably 15 ha- Halloweens in a row. I alternated between Zorro and uh, Indiana Jones. It was every other year. I just switched back. You know, I can see it. I was a big fan of the whip, you know, (laughs) and uh, the hat. We just learned something about you. Yeah. Uh, That that makes sense. We're here to whip us into action today. Uh, That's not the kind of whip I'm normally accustomed to. (laughs) Weird. Stop. (laughs) Sorry. uh, I'm straying into two personal matters. uh, The secret life of Jake (laughs) Young. Spoiler, it involves whips. Okay, good to know. <laughs> for Halloween costumes. For, that's it, though. Nothing nothing else. Okay, we've got Jerry Seinfeld, we've got a whip. <laughs> oh, gosh. We have a very weird direction we're going here, but uh, I like it. It's kind of spicy, though. Um, what about for you, Brian? What was it for me? Um, it was probably Pokemon the first movie. Oh, You versus Mewtwo. We've already talked about this a little bit on the, the show. The most touching, moving movie of all time. Mewtwo? There's the some good writing in it. Surprisingly good writing. About the nature of mankind and existence. It's really a movie about gang violence and the the personal... Gang violence. The personal implications yeah, that it has on one <laughs> yeah. and how fighting is not the answer, but to love your brother. Also to turn people into stone. That's it. powers. Also and then that. turn them back by crying on them. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, water and rock yeah. type. Erosion. That's how it all works. Science. Good. Good. I'm glad we... Now you know. Arrived there. <laughs> what, what was your, yours was Jurassic Park, you already said. Okay, so we have Jurassic Park, we have Indiana Jones, we have Pokemon, the first movie. We have Jerry Seinfeld with a whip. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld is there. I'm not sure how we have that, but, you know, I'm okay. I said the word bees and Houston just jumped all over it's a it. bee movie. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's correct. That That's the only movie I know I'm from, guys. Just, I'm sorry. <laughs> Cinematic knowledge is very, well, it's very... He did a TV show. 
What was that called again? Well, oh, okay, of course. <laughs> Wasn't that Friends? Guys? Friends, yeah. No, Friends starring Jerry Seinfeld. I think it was Frasier. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, maybe? I don't know. Oh, yeah, Will Smith and Jerry Seinfeld, his little brother. We've got That's some good, good ideas bu- going here. That's a good Actually. buddy cop comedy yeah. going there. <laughs> Comedians in cars getting criminals. I, I can see that. Well, oh, okay. going on an archaeological adventure. You have my attention. <laughs> Arresting dinosaurs. Oh right. man! Okay, archaeologists going back in time to dinosaur times, like and arresting them. Yeah, you're going to jail. Unless I'm <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's like Jurassic Park, right? But Jurassic Park is still modern day. I want people actually going back in time to the dinosaurs. There are no I want them fences. To be cops. There yeah. are no tranquilizers. Okay, crossover. Land before time. <laughs> oh. And Will Smith shows up and just punches Littlefoot in the face. Oh my gosh! But it, can we? Littlefoot's not a bad guy though. <laughs> I don't know. Is Will Smith a crooked cop now? I kind of think he had something to do with the death of his parents, just saying. Can we make this an animated movie? Land Before Time, time travel. Land Land Before Before Time time travel. travel. Oh my gosh, we got there at the same time. Jerry Seinfeld and Will Smith (laughs) appear in their animated versions. B-movie Jerry Smith and Shark Tale Will Smith. So Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. A bee and a shark? Versus Littlefoot. Versus Littlefoot. And my, <laughs> there's some secret some life of Houston Bodley's drug. He's not a shark. He's a fish. I think. I guess shark or fish. I don't think he's a shark. In no, shark he's tail. not a shark. Oh, he's yeah. he's a fish. He's a fish. With Jack Black's the shark. Got it. I don't know if I saw the old movie. My nieces he's and nephew are very seen. into it. That's the greatest movie ever made. I hear it's really good. Actually, <laughs> I didn't watch all the. No, like my it's th- one of those hidden DreamWorks. Yeah, uh, gems. One of those gems. Anything with Will Smith. I like. I already like this. Um, where are we going with this movie? We need a plot. We do need that a plot. A lot of studios, they don't think the plot's important nowadays. I believe it's the heart and soul of this. Nah, it's all about the action. Okay. That's what people want to see. No, it's all about the intellectual property. No, and we no. got that. We got, uh, we got that heat from Land Before Time. <laughs> oh, Travel. Gosh. How many Travel. Mo- Honestly, how many movies did they make for Land Before Time? It was a lot. It's got to be the land almost two time by the end of that. Like <laughs> Littlefoot. That's the good dinosaur. That's where they cross over. Oh my gosh, maybe it is. But they meet the Neanderthals, and Jeez then it's Louise. the land of time. <laughs> okay, get this. Get this. The first land before time, 1988. Okay? They waited six years till number two, and then it was one every year until 2007. You're kidding. And then 2016, there was another one. What? Yep. I haven't seen the latest installment of you haven't, you haven't The Land Before Time. That's your homework this oh week. My, I have to leave. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a lot of movies. <laughs> Holy cow. How many is that? We gotta get on this I... Land Before Time train. I'm all about clearly, it. This dino train. Clearly no, not a dino train. Right. Someone was funding this. Yeah. Someone had to watch it. Okay. I think, I think our name will have to follow sort of the naming convention of these movies. <laughs> oh, no. Once we get to it. The Great Valley Adventure, the Time Great... The Time of Great Giving, okay. Journey Through Mist, The Mysterious Island, sort of that, just say the setting of the movie and that's the title. Absolutely. Yeah. Got the grandiose and the mysterious all yeah. wrapped up. The big freeze, big Journey of grand. Big Water, oh, the shark bee time travel. Invasion of the Tiny Sauruses. <laughs> they get a little wild there in 2005. <laughs> that sounds like a fanfic. Yeah. <laughs> the Wisdom of Friends. Oh no. Now they're just dropping all pre What was this last one, this reboot? Journey of the Brave. It's uh, Littlefoot goes wild, and uh, he discovers his inner beauty. Fourteen. Oh, he, Fourteen is the counter. He comes out of the the prehistoric closet. <laughs> oh, gosh, no. <laughs> he is very brave. We are, we are breaking down barriers. 
Guys, I'm fine with forfeiting the B-movie, Jerry Seinfeld, and the Shark Tale, Will Smith, as long as they can do the voice acting. So I think it's fair. I think Spike needs to find his voice, and it is Will Smith. Oh, I think that's a great all along. Yeah, from from West Philadelphia. (laughs) West Philadelphia, born and raised. (laughs) So this is Land Before Time. In the waterholes, where just so everyone knows, there have been fourteen. Unless we want to go the prequel route, the Land Before the Land Before Time, or the Land maybe in the fifteen, maybe we do get into the Land of Time, a Land Before Time story, a Land Before Time story, as we always name our movies. Oh no. (laughs) <laughs> From now on, everything will be a land before time. Exactly. Everything will somehow. <laughs> I think everything is indirectly a land before time fanfic. Can we, can we just? What does that mean? How can you be before time? When did someone start that clock? Well, I mean, they didn't keep track you know of time. Who, I don't think, right? You it's know who could answer these questions? Interstellar director Christopher Nolan. I think we bring him <laughs> back. Let's bring him in. We've already oh brought him. Gosh, you did it onto our studio. We've brought him to our studio to direct. The the very sought after sequel to the Boss Baby called The Bro Baby. Oh no! It was his animation directorial debut, and it did well. It did very well. I think he'd do well in Land Before Time fifteen. I think that's his true calling is animation at this point. But he can bring that mental complexity we talked about. What yeah. is time? What is time? Is it a, just a just a construct? These are the things I want to hear from Christopher Nolan. He's probably the only one in the in the history of the world that has any idea. Yeah. He's probably actually come to us through a black hole back in time. Oh my gosh, what if he's before time? Interesting. <laughs> the Land Before Time, a Christopher Nolan story. Yeah, that's the end, where they just find Christopher Nolan sitting on a sofa somewhere. He's like, all right, let's get it started. What is that? I'm Christopher now. Nolan. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for well, joining me, Middlefoot. <laughs> and he's not animated. No, of course not. He's, <laughs> I mean, he's Michael, Michael Jordan in, in Space Jam, showing up at the end, sitting on a bench. Hello, Littlefoot. Time starts now. <laughs> Instant class. And the meteor hits. <laughs> the meteor I think we know hits. the ending, right? Yikes. Yeah. It's the meteor hits. The land before time. Littlefoot's big day. <laughs> and it starts out. Dawn of the first day. Okay. 24 hours. I think the plot Little is they see, the, <laughs> they see the meteor coming. I think this is the movie about the extinction of the dinosaurs. You no, know, I actually like where that's going. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's very, ur- it gives it urgency. Some, some gravitas. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Tragedy, it, you know. Yeah. Everyone loves a good cry. And I think we commit to it. Because wasn't there that Ice Age movie where it was the Meteor Age stage oh, movie, yeah. and then they all still lived anyways and went on to fight prehistoric pirates? Yeah, forget that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, no, global warming's happening, and we're all going to melt. We we are digging but down. We are committing to this. Littlefoot is no more. He is going into a man fun. called Bigfoot. Let's be honest. And then, oh, does he become Bigfoot? <laughs> oh my gosh. What? We just found Bigfoot. <laughs> this movie is secretly about evolution. How a baby Brachiosaurus evolves into a giant hairy man. That's another thing I want Christopher Nolan to explain That's a stretch, to though, because that's not evolution. how evolution works. Yeah, you don't just transform. <laughs> I, I don't know if you remember that class in high school. Digimon taught me otherwise. And Do you know well, who did these voices? In the in Land Before Time fourteen, oh please tell us Damon Wayans Jr. and Reba McIntyre, the Wayans brothers, <laughs> Reba McIntyre. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, was... she sings a song in it. Oh, oh. <laughs> it says it features the voices voices of them, and she sings a song. I think she's also a voice. Anyway, okay, so I think this movie is about Littlefoot and the gang. Eating it, tree stars, eating tree stars. Is that what they do? Anyways, you know. That's what I they call the big leaves. Never has a leaf looked more delicious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was a time in my life where I desperately wanted to eat leaves because of it. 
<laughs> I'm just saying, that had a powerful impact on me as a child. Okay. It's sold. He's eating star leaves, or... Le- uh, leaf star. Tree stars. Tree, tree stars. stars. They fill up with I water, yeah. and they're like, yes, water, also a tasty leaf. <laughs> That's like what I remember from this, from oh, one of these movies. The imagery there was... Yeah. Okay, so he's eating tree stars. Meteor shower's coming. It is now similar unto 2012, the hit Roland Emmerich film. They are running for their lives, because it's total apocalypse on the world. And they meet up with other stragglers... They're fighting the way to find their safe spot. They lose some friends along the way. And it ultimately climaxes with them reaching what they perceive to be the safe spot, which is Christopher Nolan's home. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. And he teaches them some hard lessons. Like, sorry guys, there is no safe place on this one. (laughs) (laughs) No safe space, millennials. I can take one of you, but I'm going to have to transform you into a big hairy man. Oh, oh my gosh, they're the missing link. We did it. Can he be wearing wizard robes? Because I think that would really top it off. You know, I honestly, in my head, in, in my heart, believe that he is always wearing wizard robes when he's not in public. It makes sense. I mean, it fits the mythos. I love this. I am Christopher Nolan, the original founder of House Slytherin. Join me on this journey. Uh, I will turn a dinosaur into a monkey man. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, I, I think we... Got the gist of it. I think at this point we do need to go to the studio demands to figure out. Cool. We don't have to spin the wheel this week. Yeah, this oh. is great. We've got our actual exec in person. I have a lot of feelings about this movie already. Okay. What, what is your title, by the way? Uh, executive of the world. Okay. Uh, or executive executive, if you want. Just executive exec, the, exec. I'm the exec exec. The EE. Yeah. That works. I mean, people don't, you know, they know, they know me. I'm just going to call you double E. <laughs> I like it. Or just E if you want. E. Just make the E sound. I'll respond to that as well. Executive producer. (laughs) When they're rolling the credits, like every other name, just the background music's playing, and then it gets to your title, and it says Jake (laughs) Yon. Okay, so what were your studio demands that you created? I'm uh, I'm feeling a twist at the end of this. Okay. What if they were the meteor all along? Whoa. (laughs) Whoa! That just made me think. Yeah, I know they're they're crashing into someone else. All right, interesting. <laughs> okay, no, I like this. So they think there's this this big cave that's going to be safe, right? There's they see this mountain in the distance, and they think that's where we need to go. You guys broke me to be safe to be safe from the meteors. Okay, that's where we're going. That's the safe place. Got it. Take me. But there. when they get there. They impact into the side of the mountain, and it zooms in, and you see these these tiny people living on the mountain that saw them coming down from the sky. It's all how you look at it. It's a yeah, point of view. Exactly. While this is Time going, is backwards. a small ship led by Bruce Willis and Ben Whoa. Affleck is flying towards... And lands on Littlefoot. Littlefoot. And they start drilling in his toenail. Light up a couple of nukes. <laughs> uh... In case this is a very rough transition, we lost battery after we were on such a good roll. In our excitement. In all our excitement. We destroyed the batteries. We were the meteor in that situation. (laughs) In that situation, those batteries were doomed. We were the meteors the whole time. (laughs) Baby, you're a firework. And I think that's what the central message of this movie is. You know, all of these animated movies have to have a dance sequence at the end. Oh my gosh. And it's one of those things that everyone kind of hates, but for us, it's going to be baby, you're a firework as everyone is exploding. 
Oh my goodness, yes. Because they were the fireworks all along. <laughs> uh, good. Alright, we were on a roll there. We were kind of we, on a roll. Stupid batteries. <laughs> I want to go back to the land before time, when I don't have to rely on so much technology. Well, then this podcast would be uh, nothing more than a couple of cave paintings, my friend. We didn't I, really flesh out like things that happen along the way. I think uh, the strength of land before time, they're not completely plot driven. They're having fun on the way. For I sure. think they start a podcast. <laughs> you know, that's the perfect thing to do before you're completely annihilated. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Like, they, they're not going to say, hey, let's start a podcast. But they figure out how to record their voices in, like, old tree trunks or something. And they're like, if something happens to us, we want the world to know. And they'll make some recordings. It'll they be just harness like, the power of tree stars. Yeah. Use that quantum energy. Thank you for joining us on the Triceracast. <laughs> Triceracast. <laughs> Here's another question. When does he stop being Littlefoot and start being Big A-Foot? Because dude, his parents were cute. <laughs> when his voice changes. <laughs> Which I don't think... It, well, it, at one point it changes to Damon Wayans. Well, so it's, he, it's perfect. We have Jerry Seinfeld signed to this, right? No, it's not. Oh, that'd be so amazing. He he's just suddenly... A, his name is Wild Arms. I don't know Wild who that Arms. Is. Well, that's very descriptive. Yeah. Guys, who's better at the... Than Jerry Seinfeld? Like, I think we just cast him as Littlefoot. <laughs> What's with these tree stars? <laughs> that, that'd be quite a little shift there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> After 14 uh, installations of this wonderful series. I mean, the person the person who does the voice for Littlefoot now doesn't even have a Wikipedia page, so I think they're open to open to it changing. This is a revitalization. A Wikipedia page? Yeah, like, it's not like some star, it's some kid probably. Oh, This I is their first saying. movie. Anyway. Well, but one day they will be a shooting star. Yeah. Well, and it all started dun, with the dun, land before time. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> that's what the, that's what they missed when the battery went out. We started seeing <laughs> shooting stars for all of you at home. That is constant. That is like the the white noise in my head is just that riff yeah. on repeat always forever. And that is the secret life of Jake Young. And that's uh, what what I'm... you did miss, uh, listener, is uh, we did imagine Littlefoot flying around with some psychedelic backgrounds playing shooting star. If you're listening to this. Even a week from now, this meme is already out of date, but it's still pretty funny. <laughs> Classic. Well, I think we're good. Is there any last minute touches? We did it. We, we got our twist. We didn't settle on the title. I do think we can't do Land Before Time Travel. We lost the time travel. Bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Are we bringing Shark Tale into this? Will Smith? Are they, well, are he, they... He's playing Spike. Okay. Will Smith is Spike. Jerry Seinfeld is obviously Littlefoot. Okay. Who's, who's going to be Sarah? Tricer- the t- Sarah the Triceratops. Oh, Sarah Bareilles. That, that just Sarah Bareilles. That That's just good. clicked in my brain. Triceratops. Yeah, it, it's just one of those that was little completely lost on me as a child. <laughs> <laughs> the nuances oh, of no. Land Before Time Gosh. are above all our pay grades. I think I might be dumb. Who did you say it was, <laughs> was going to be? Sarah Bareilles. Sarah, I, I like that. Aurora Borealis. Sarah, and she can sing the soundtrack. That's every awesome. song sung by Sarah. Okay, the so Triceratops. Spike is going to find his voice finally in the fifteenth installment. He talks. Yes. That, no, he makes yeah. a noise. No, he totally talks. Rob Paulson does the voice of him. Well, apparently. maybe I haven't seen well, all of these to be completely candid. And it could also be an Al- uh, an Alan Tudyk, Chicken and Moana situation. Is it Alan Tudyk then? It's Alan. <laughs> no, it's Will Smith. Will Smith. Alan Tudyk plays Petrie, the pterodactyl. Oh, okay. Uh, and Ducky. Ducky just says, like, yep, yep, yep. No, she talks. The classic right? one-liner. Uh, Zoe Deschanel. I love it. Quirky. 
It's on. kind of annoying sometimes, yeah. Why are we watching a video about Spike eating leaves? That's like the first time you meet Spike. The description is just Spike gulping mad plants. I thought he was going to talk. <laughs> no, dude. What part of that I description he talks. <laughs> made it sound like he talks? He's well, clearly gulping mad greens. But why would they name it Spike Leaf? I thought he was going to say, Spike Leaf Eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he's like the Terminator or something. <laughs> yeah. The land before time. I'm going to... He talks. I know it. I think he makes noise. Oh, that is definitely not music. Spike. It is a tribute. Oh, I better change it before we have to pay royalties. <laughs> <laughs> the voice of Spike. No, he, he never talks. And that's why it'd be so great to have Will Smith bring him out of his bubble a little bit. Dang it, Spike's most notable characteristic is being the mute among the main characters. Wow. He almost never speaks. But Oh, but almost. What if we take never. a bold direction and we do hire on Will Smith to play Spike, but he still doesn't speak? He just makes some grunting noises. <laughs> he can I, still get top billing. I could see that. I could absolutely see that. I also kind of like the idea of him having held his silence for countless unknowable eons. He has held his silence. Until one day, he finds his Will Smith persona and just tells everyone exactly what he thinks about them. And they're stupid tree stars. <laughs> okay. They yep. get to Christopher Nolan and he's like, welcome, friends. Join me on a journey of space and time. And he's like, nope, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out Have of fun, here. guys. Look at these guys. Ducky sucked. <laughs> duh, duh, Ducky. You're always so patronizing to me, Ducky. Sick of it. Littlefoot, you got, Littlefoot, you got some big A feet. <laughs> I'm trying to just eat some mad leaves over here. Okay, <laughs> so it's Land Before Time 15, colon, the end of time. About time, mother... <laughs> <laughs> uh... uh Armageddon? Armageddon. That, that might be, you know. And then it's... Deep Impact? <laughs> Deep Impact. <laughs> oh, no. Land Before Time, the Twin Towers. Well. No? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that one. Return of the King. We'll go Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, you mean Two Towers. I, I was going to say Two Towers, but then I went Twin Towers. The exploding thing. But I got there by, through the pathway. This the movie is secretly a social political. I think what uh, we're really trying to communicate with this tale is that we that jet fuel can't melt steel beams. That's yeah, that's exactly what I was <laughs> going to say. Oh gosh, pushed it. Okay, <laughs> really, that uh, no matter how hard you try, all the preparations you make, you're just going to explode in a fiery death in the end anyway. Yeah, that's. I think that's what. And, you know, we're really I think what if it's that the land before time, fiery death. Well, you can that's, play all your cards. What about fire? That's supposed to be kind of artistic sound, right? Like, fire from above. Oh, Sozin's Comet. <laughs> the fire rises. <laughs> what does ash taste like? Ketchup. No, <laughs> use it. That's rhetorical. Come on. Uh, what about uh, a new dusk? A new hope. <laughs> a crystal. The land before time. A time begins. The land before time. Ready, go. <laughs> okay, on the count of three, we're each going to say a word, and then we're going to build a phrase with those words, based off of everything we've said. So think of a word that we've used in a title. So it can oh, okay, because be, I was thinking yeah. sandwich. Well, let's, let's do, the... like, how about we do, one One does a death-related word. Okay. One that's does you. A, one does a dinosaur-related word. That'll be me. 
and one does an a... expletive. That'll be me. <laughs> <laughs> one does no, because we, we do want the kids to think it's a kids movie. Oh, absolutely. Because we got to get the money from those and we have parents. To, yeah, got to got to lure them in yeah. and then crush their dreams. Yeah, yeah. So we don't want to go too too hard there. We'll go death, dinosaur, and freeform it. Okay, whatever you want. I'll time together. Okay, <laughs> maybe a time word. Okay, three, two, one. Prehistoric. Prehistoric hourglass ending. The end of the prehistoric hourglass? I I just like the prehistoric hourglass. That actually stands alone. That's fine. It's equally about time, as told by Christopher Yeah, it's like, it says it's the land before time, but what's an hourglass then? Yeah. Time. Time. And it's prehistoric. It's a... more sophisticated way of saying the land before time. And everyone knows that time began as soon as the dinosaurs died. Because Christopher Nolan dictates time. I think the final scene, we already figured out the next to last scene, is them coming to Christopher Nolan and him saying, time's up. But then we we like see some big explosions and the, the camera comes down and starts zooming in on this, the destruction. And you see a simple, elegant hourglass standing in the wreckage that's been created by the meteors. Oh. Time has begun. Yeah, little, little, little <laughs> pebbles or dinosaur skulls are falling through. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's dark. That's really. I think it's. Uh, I think it's nice. A nice sentiment, though. I like that. What do you think, as our studio executive? Do you think this we gets get the your stamp line? of approval? I mean, I think we got something going on here. I think there's some uh, sparks flying. I think. So I too. think we might need to take it one step further. But I, I kind of want to work on the twist. Is kind of where I'm going. Okay. Okay. The story's about, we've kind of established, what? They're growing up, they're finding themselves, they're having fun, they create a podcast, they're letting their voices be heard, and then what's the next step? They die. No, that's just it? Like, hey, <laughs> welcome back to Dino Talk, there's a media, signing out. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying, though. What it, what's the coming of age lesson we all need to learn here? What about this? They're sort of growing apart as a gang. Oh. They've got work. They've got they've got, you know, school. Ducky's got their jobs, you know. <laughs> Ducky's so busy as that dino bus driver. <laughs> I was thinking more like a train conductor. Some kind I know. of flucy running around <laughs> making questionable moral decisions. No, that's maybe. definitely Sarah. Come on, guys. I need to look her up. <laughs> the triceratops. Yikes. Um no, so here's what I'm thinking. They've sort of drifted apart and the meteor makes them realize, like, oh, like we were rushing to grow up, but we forgot about spending quality time with one another. They're like, what's that mean? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Nolan says, it's time to find out. Isn't it about Oh, what if they're just time? hearing his voice throughout and they're like, what's that voice? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's what makes them think like, oh, it's coming from that it's cave. Like, that's our safe It's very fiction style. We have a narrator from nowhere. <laughs> yeah. It's this very Truman Show-esque caliber movie oh, where they, Christopher Nolan is talking down to them and then they find the secret door hidden in the volcano I mean, this is, this is kind of becoming a psychological thrill. And they think they're safe, <laughs> but then they die. Um, I think I say this on a lot of episodes. I hadn't got there on this episode, but I would watch this movie. Yeah. I, I just got there. We just got there? Good. Yeah. All right. That's what I was trying to get in. Yeah. I, I I'm sold this. on this. Okay. All right. So the fact that they were the meteor the whole time. Maybe that, maybe it's symbolic of their self-destructive tendencies. Like it, it was all their fault and they're actually crashing into something else. What if they're not they're killed by the meteor? Life. Hold on. What if these aren't the meteors that end everything? We think they are. They kill all the dinosaurs. Yeah. But they're not. But in their panic... 
they die anyway. <laughs> Everyone else lives on, and they're like, oh, shoot. And they die. I don't know how they die. They fall off a cliff. Tar pits. They're killed by Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan shoots them in Just, the face. I think the, yeah. the T-Rex eventually gets them. That's, that's where what, it all started. I mean, T-Rex are always the bad guy. What if What if the, we have a T-Rex that's actually, you know, a little self-conscious about his chomping ability? There's someone, <laughs> that's like the classic move. Dinosaurs, T-Rex eats everybody. But, you know. I think that's a little insensitive. I, I, you know, I say, we're trying to break down. That's a little T-Racist. We're, we're, t- <laughs> Are they, like, we're trying to on. break down stereotypes with this yeah, movie. Come on. I apologize. We're a little pretend, level for time progressive. All right, let's Can they be it. full-sized dinosaurs now? I've been picturing them as their little selves, but I it think is they're in that awkward, age. gangly teenage All right, 1988 to Are you saying Littlefoot now has like a long, awkward neck? Yeah. Yeah, and he's got like... It's like all beardy all the way down his neck, <laughs> but like not all the way. It's just like neck beard just style. some spots on yeah, down his like neck. Petrie has his wings painted black, and he's got like an emo haircut to the side. Yes, Ducky's still just a tiny, worthless piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are the other characters again? <laughs> Spike. Spike. <laughs> Spike. I think Spike always kind of looked like like a teenager who was kind of high. <laughs> or like got hit in the head too many times, or yeah. maybe high. That might he's be that it. awkwardly big guy in high school. Like he's not Doesn't know his own strength. Exactly. Not the, not the brightest bulb. Like you can't they, tell if he's fat or muscular. Yeah, he's, he's trying like to get into football, but he's just not that athletic yet. Yeah, he, I mean, look at him. Dude, he's he looks high cute. as. Okay. <laughs> he looks very high. Look at his finger in the air, Jeez. <laughs> Ducky. What Woman even dope? are you? It's like a lizard. Uh, a, a kangaroo. This is a good quote. It's uh, this is uh, Ducky comforting Petrie, saying, "Do not feel sad. It is all right. Many things cannot fly: rocks, trees, sticks, Spike. <laughs> Spike was flying real high in that. Spike, was definitely <laughs> flying there. Spike is definitely high, flying from his perspective. He's so chill. I don't think we have to change Spike. I, I kind of agree. We'll just leave him. Yeah. He's he's great. Oh, they're crying in this one. Anyway, I'll stop googling stuff. Final hmm. thoughts." I think we should wrap this up and figure out what the message is. Well, it's that they, they need to spend more time together. And then it doesn't mean anything in the end because they all died terrible deaths. Yeah. But, like, I mean, they enjoyed their time together. And it's all it about time. It's all about time. Plot twist. The land before time is all about time. All along, it was about time. <laughs> Dinosaurs. Isn't it about time? <laughs> oh my That's yeah. our tagline. I think we're yeah. done. We did it. Yeah. I don't know where else to go with this. All right, um, let's wrap it up. Let's say the things we say, Brian. The things we say. Um, find us on Facebook. We're uh, the Silver Screen Redemption. Silver Screen's all one word. I'm starting to re- regret that, actually. Anyway, um, uh, we're on Twitter, at Screen Redeem. Uh, you can email us. Uh, if you have studio demands, uh, you can send those to thesilverscreenredemption at gmail.com. Uh, just another special thank you to our guest executive thank here, you. Jake Young. This is a true pleasure, gentlemen. Is there anything you want to plug? You can also... Call me if you want. Or email me. I'm hey, this is crazy. <laughs> if you want to email if you want to email Jake, you can it email is. us and we'll, we'll pass it on yeah, to him. Please just send it in. Uh, Sup, Jake. How's it going? How's, how's time doing? Sup. No, we'd love to have you again in the future. Thank you. When, once you get more of those uh, those grandiose ideas you were talking about. Oh, I got some big plans. I, I honestly think this is one of our best episodes. This is good. Yeah. One of our I'll, best movies. I expect Solid a movie. huge box office to come. Well, I cannot wait until the Land Before Time prehistoric hourglass launches next summer. Oh, we we pop these out. Oh, it'll quick. be this week. It'll be oh, this week? week? Okay, fantastic. <laughs> I, you guys are We're very effective. We'll, uh, we'll fill you in on the on how it went next week. Okay, cool. I'm looking, I'm looking forward articles. to the check that you yep. send my way. All right? Of course. Perfect. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
I love how he's our boss, it is, and we uh, send him the check. It is percentage-based, <laughs> just so you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> naturally. I think that's about it. We can wrap up here. I'm Houston Bodwe. I'm Brian Perry. And I'm tired. Whether or not they need redemption, we'll be there. Any similarities to actual persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental.